Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. First things first, I apologize for the unexpected hiatus. My life took an unexpectedly chaotic turn last week and necessarily interrupted the release schedule. I hope that next week we will return to our regular release schedule, but there may be a couple of weeks in the near future where we unfortunately see Wednesday or Thursday releases. This is not my ideal, but the exigencies of life must take precedent over my preferred Midnight Tuesday release. I also wanted to make a point that we did have some retroactive continuity with echoes back into some dialogue in previous episodes. Rizzo is now a Zenithcast Solar. With her return for the long run, three Twilight characters was not sustainable. So now we have two Zeniths and two Twilights. We also have no lunch this week. We only had four lunches for Rizzo's quest, and this episode made the most sense to hold the lunch on. Expect the segment's return next week. Also, I am happy to announce that myself and the whole Swallows crew will be at the Project Oracle convention from October 28th to the 30th here in San Diego, California. We will even be recording a live episode at the con, and I'll be running a game of Exalted for attendees. If you live in the San Diego area, I hope to see you there. Check out projectoracle.com for more information. As a reminder... Our theme for these episodes is Koromogoe by Kunai Shogakubu. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Rizzo, Leah, and Tulio had faced down the child emperor of Anamatsu, and Tulio brought their meeting to an abrupt and rapid end. As they stood before Poe, the child emperor's handler, how would they react to what they had done? Was there any hope in a lead to Jupiter's idol here? So the attendant looks up from over the child emperor's body. He glowers at you for a moment, and then his eyes soften as the horde of faces behind you are normalizing and the people are starting to look disoriented and confused. He takes the child emperor into his arms and says, You don't quite know what you've done just now. I assure you it was very grave, however, but perhaps not terrible. He was not particularly cooperative. When he wakes, I think that you might find that he is in a different state. I implore you to please stay with us for a meal. He'll come to eventually. Not that I condone the particular way that this situation was dealt with. And he glares at Tulio and his (laughs) gormal. Tulio, at this point, is eating a small piece of bread from his pack and not making eye contact. That's fine. We'll still provide you with food, even though apparently you have enough for casual snacking after you assault a child. I, however, have two dozen disoriented people I need to attend to. My name is Poe, by the way, and he bows his head. Find a room. Any room will do. Thank you for your generosity. I'm sorry. I I know this is my fault that this thing started, but uh, we appreciate it. I tried to tell you not to do it. I know. Wouldn't call this generosity. Okay, well... I'm, well, I'm sorry. At some time in this uh, past event, we may have been pushed to it. So <laughs> somebody did sick somebody's guards onto us, and we just got defensive. That's fine. Okay, but you got defensive by attacking a small boy, <clears throat> not Who by attacking. Who is 900 years old? I'm just reminding everybody of that. Oh, well, that's what he said. I have neither confirmed nor is denied he 900 that. 900 months old? He might be 900 years old. I'm not sure of his exact age, personally. Well. I'm sure he knows. He's a baby. I mean, physically speaking, he's like five years old. I wouldn't call that a baby either. Mm, a wee bat. It's fine. Okay. Tulio almost dramatically dusts the breadcrumbs off his hand. I don't like that air you're giving me. You know what? <sighs> it's been a day. Okay, it's it's been a 
high stress day. How about you guys go and retire and uh, I'll deal with these confused people, huh? <laughs> no hard feelings though, right? No, none at all. <laughs> none at all. All right. All right. So anything else you guys wanted to do in this particular situation or did you guys want to cut back to your room? Cut back to the room. So again, as with more or less everything in Anamatsu, this is a room with like nice bamboo floors. Like all the furniture is set so that if you kneel, it's at the appropriate level. And there's a couple of futons in the room on which you might sleep if that's what you desired to do. There's a couple of really, really wonderful ink paintings up in the corner. Everything's kind of painted red and it smells lightly of plum blossoms. We should have probably told Poe not to tell anyone of our mm. presence here. That would probably be a good idea. Also, it's not too late not to and catch him in time. So that way he doesn't do that just because I also am very worried if someone finds out we're here and tells the wrong person just in case word travels fast. I don't even want to talk anymore. I messed everything up. You didn't mess anything up. I mean, we all collectively made these decisions. I know, but I just didn't understand what he was trying to tell me. I don't sometimes, I don't understand people sometimes. I just can't read them. I didn't realize that that's what he was saying, and it's my fault. There's no benefits drawn from dwelling in the past. Now it is best for us to move forward and to grow from this experience. Nicely put, Tulia. I don't say many words, no, but I, mean, I try no. to make them important. And the bread is still in your hand. It's good bread. Well, it was a good thing to say, too. Thank you. Hmm. Should we just ring up Poe? Ask him for a quick favor to, like, we could even skip out on dinner and just say, in lieu of that, we just want you to not say anything about us being here. Well, I think he wanted us to talk to the emperor at dinner. Yeah, well, then maybe we just slip him a note beforehand. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know if, honestly, they'd even let us miss it at this point. Well, that's fine. We don't have to miss it. I'll just send Qui-Gon Jinn with a little letter saying, if you could just not say that we were here, we would love you four or five ever. Either either one Either is, one. is good. Yeah. Four. Oh. Four ever? You want to stay original? Mm. Okay. So I'm sending Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice to... Tell Poe that we would like the fact that we were there and everything that went down to remain within the castle or just between him. Because obviously no one who was getting their face unwrapped really saw us. So the few people who saw us, just to keep it between them for as long as they can. Right. So as Qui-Gon takes this letter and trots down the hallway, he walks over the camera, completely occludes it. And then, like, underneath his belly, we wipe to these plates and plates and plates of vegetable and fruit dishes, as well as some lightly sizzling meat that is sitting on these kind of hot pots and various other meats. You and Poe are sitting in here, but the Child Emperor is not yet in the room. Thank you all for coming and staying. I know this was probably a little bit disorienting. This whole situation with the Emperor. Well, we partly brought it upon ourselves, but thank you for being so cool about it and accommodating. Yeah, well, it's kind of my job, and now that, well, I don't know if you understand the gravity of what you did, but... Is these... it good gravity or bad gravity? Well, 
Again, it kind of depends. You've been formative, to say the least. I would say that the Child Emperor has, at most, another 30 years to live. Oh no! The spark of divinity which resided inside of him has been dislodged because he failed in his calling. Well, may we ask what his calling is? To maintain and assure the secrecy of the location of the idol for which you are looking. And that's the location. He muttered it out, and upon his defeat, he let that one slip, unfortunately. So because he let that slip... He has 30 years left of... Yes. When he arrives, you'll find that he's a lot more present than he was before. So that's a good thing. Yes. He's also going to start aging relatively rapidly. Wonderful! Not rapidly enough that you're likely to see it Ah. over the course of your stay, but I can assure you he is going to pretty quickly start aging. Uh, You see, my family has been charged with his custodianship for a number of generations. My father... And his mother before him, and her father before her, and so on, have been his caretakers and guardians. The price of his divinity in guarding this secret was high. Forever living as a child, and beyond that, well, having such muddled memories about almost anything, he couldn't typically remember much past three or four days what happens now that we know the idols in the Suchisuyo Mountains? What will happen to your family? We will continue on. But do you need to be servants? Well, I'm happy with my position. I actually quite like doing this kind of work. And, well, the kid's got a lot to learn, and he's going to start growing up pretty fast. And I need to make sure that he produces an heir. Oh! And you are not the first people to learn of the location of the idol, but you are the first people to do so in, well, about 900 years. Will it be moved? If you choose to move it, there's not much we can do about moving it, and you don't know the specifics of the location anyhow. Mm. We just know roughly. Precisely. And have you ever been there? Do you know anything about this idol and the location? I do not. See... If I knew, then the Emperor would not exist. He's the only one who knew, and as he comes back into his full awareness, you'll find that he remembers things. He's going to start remembering a lot, including more specifics about the location of the idol. Okay, so it seems to me like it was more of a good thing that we... Well, not particularly, seeing as how the guardianship of that idol is the entire purpose of the Anamatsu Empire. I'm gonna tell you something, sir. You got our message from my wolf, correct? Yes, I did. So, I believe we see you as somewhat someone we can trust, but we're just gonna let you know that some people are after this, and we're just trying to prevent them from getting it. Are you speaking about the Eagle Clan? No. Then of whom do you speak? We just have some friends or acquaintances that want to get to it first, and we have tried to intercept that to prevent them from getting it just because we're not very sure of their motives. They are no friends of ours. We just know who they are. Well, it would be good for you then to 
prevent this information from reaching their lips. I have no interest in disclosing this. I only know the broadest of details. That's why I feel like it is good to let you know. However, keep some information from you. That way you aren't obligated to tell anyone anything because you don't know anything. I appreciate that, as I must concern myself with getting the young lord up to speed and ensuring that he can produce an heir such that the divinity might manifest itself in his child. Very understood. And another question. If we happen to move said idol, how will the heir know where it is? Well, we guard the shrine that holds the idol, not the idol itself. You see, would you care if I got metaphysical about this. Nope, as long as I can hold on. So, I don't know that much. A lot has been lost to time, as it tends to be, even with a family as dedicated to rearing capable servants as my own house. But, as I understand it, there is a seed of divinity which resides in the young lord which has now been caused to lay dormant that was bestowed upon him by, well, rather upon some successor of his a number of hundreds if not thousands of years back, who was chosen by the god of hidden locations. And seeing as how this is a well-hidden location, it is our duty to ensure that it remains as such in the interest of the idol's protection. If the idol itself moves, well, I can't really say what will happen to the emperor or his successor. I can't actually guarantee that the divinity itself will manifest if the idol is removed. Could simply produce a mortal child. This has never happened before. Even those who have arrived at the shrine have been felled by fire falls like rain. Well, is an immortal child necessary? Is anything necessary? I have been raised to rear a child with these particular qualities. Whether or not the child that the emperor produces carries the spark may not even be for me to know. Could be that by the time the child has achieved the age where the spark manifests, my daughter will have taken her rightful place as caretaker. Mm. Okay, very informative. Thank you. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how are the the people. They are disoriented, and some of them, a number of them, I would even say, are now dead. <gasps> Wait, why? Well, they were exposed to the influence of the young lord's divinity a long time ago, and it was the only thing sustaining their life force. It faded away, and the raptures of time were quick to catch up with them. Is it because, are they just really old too, or? Yes, these are people that he turned Partially immortal, or? Well, yes, he does this in order to protect people who would seek the location, in order to protect the idol and the shrine. Oh, so that's what was going to happen to us. Yes. Oh. How could you let that happen to so many people? Why did you have to do that? I didn't do it. I don't... The young lord did. Was you in general? You people is what... The founders of the Anamatsu Empire and the god of hidden locations thought it very, very important that the information about where this lost shrine to Jupiter is never make it to light. And that sometimes requires dramatic means. Then just turn them away. You've... Stole their faces, you stole you some of their lives. Turn them away, and they can come back. Sometimes they bring friends. 
and they were given a gift in their transformation. The gift of knowledge sublime. What is that? The location of the shrine and any number of other specifically and secretly hidden locales. But they couldn't leave. I don't see a problem with that. It's cruel. They knew too much. Life is cruel. That doesn't mean you have to make it worse for people. Why can't everyone just... Well, because if someone were to find this location and to take the idol away like you seek to do and use it for the wrong reasons, a lot more than two dozen people were going to be in a lot of pain. Well, we're trying to help it from being even more than what you think will happen if we take it. You we're have trying... no idea how many times I've heard that line. No idea. This is serious. You have to... Yes, it is. Hence the people getting transformed into faceless husks of knowledge. Ugh, I'm so sick of this. You've given me no reason to believe that you're on the up and up. You assaulted the child emperor. I tried not to. I tried to do something. I just, I made a mistake. A pretty big one. Well, I don't care, okay? Well, I do. And, uh, I'm the custodian of this child. Where is the child emperor? Well, when you ask like that... I don't particularly feel inclined to answer the question. Like how? If we didn't I... interject against the Lord, baby, um, child, we would have just become these faceless people and things probably would have had, like, the idol would have still been found and someone else would have taken it and possibly who these people I'm trying to give you less information about. If they found it and we just got turned into those faceless people... That would have been a Bad. lost opportunity to help save something greater than us. You didn't make a mistake, Leah. You'll understand if I'm emotional about this. This is everything I've been raised to believe is important. And I, the Lord's custodian, have failed. I have shamed, if not everyone, in my entire family line. At least the last 900 years of my forefathers in this failure. But I can see that you're trying to do this to keep it out of the hands of someone worse. Yes. For some measure of what that means. And again, you'll understand if I view that with some degree of skepticism. People tell me that they're trying to protect it. Or that their intentions are the best. Makes sense. You know nothing about us, and we come in and say this. But it's actually relatively rare that people who have blessings similar to those of our lord. I know at least the creepy one of you, Mr. Tulio. Tulio. I'm not creepy. I'm just quiet. Again, that's true until you open your mouth, and then you become creepy. I don't have as much practice. As other people do. Anyhow, I can tell that you've been blessed by the blood of the dragons. It's not actually all that often that we get people like you who come through looking for information. A lot of times it's lackeys for scavenger lords or scavenger lords themselves. Maybe you shouldn't judge people just based on other things. I judged you based on the fact that you were looking to find information that I have been trained to give my life to protect. If I cannot make that judgment call, I do not know what judgment call I have any authority to make. Well, you were wrong this time. I have not seen conclusive evidence of that being the case. This conversation is not moving towards progress. No, it's not. I was trying to make an overture. Not to be creepy, but we would like to have a few words with the child lord. Yes, he will be here once he is decent. And Soon. then we'll be out of your hair and you guys can move on with everything that you need to get done in order to have a successful start to finding a new heir. I appreciate that. 
Can a waiter bring more water We... and bread? You don't need that. So just simmer down. Uh, I know uh, what I'm about. No. I'm hungry. There is plenty of food and... He snaps his fingers and someone like emerges from behind one of the paintings, like the rice paper walls, and drops a plate of bread and drops a decanter of water and then scurries away. Tulio takes a small sip of water from the decanter and then picks up a small piece of bread and begins nibbling it very slightly like a rabbit. Tulio, this is why we don't go out to eat anymore. I thought we didn't go out to eat because we were hiding in the woods. I'm talking about prior to this. This is our first stop. I'm talking about prior to now. You're always hungry. This is not the first time. I just eat very slowly with intention he's not bad he i've seen people eat worse and it's actually better to eat slowly it's healthier i learned that uh from my parents the point is there are three sets of forks on this table you are not acting accordingly i'd like to apologize for tulio's behavior just now and whatever things he says after this so i i'm sorry po i thought you had my back i have have yours rizzo i have your back but i'm making a precaution with having your back i'm sorry i'm weird but i'm still your friend of course always nicer than most of them and i know present company included some people are just trying to do their jobs (laughs) julio continues to nibble at the same piece of bread anyhow To get back to the trail I started to blaze before an abrupt rush into the metaphorical bushes, the fact that people of your, at least of Tulio's particular, constitution have come looking, well, if you have enemies that you perceive as being sincere threats, they probably are of similar constitution. Whether or not you are justified or correct in seeking this, I would prefer that only one powerful cabal of people knew this information, and so when the emperor is here, he should be more than willing to talk to you about the specifics of the location that I do not know. In the meantime, there is food, clearly, though your Mr. Tulio seems to be quite enjoying the bread. There is a selection of Anamatsu's finest goods. And if I could implore you to, when you go into the mountains, be wary of the Eagle Clan. Are they jerks, sir? They've been ransacking merchants coming in and out of Anamatsu lately. And we've heard some reports of demonic sorcery that is concerning to us. The stench of blood and sulfur... So come in armed. Follow their wake. Mm. Indeed. We worry that they are searching the mountains for the location. But how they might have ascertained that it might be there, I cannot be certain. So they may have some other goal. But beware of them. Thank you. They will not look kindly upon you. And considering the shame I have brought to my family, the least I can do is ask that... Should you encounter them, you set things right for the glorious empire of Anamatsu. I'm not asking that you kill them, though that is a possibility. And I will remind you that sometimes you can do things that are kinder than killing people for doing things that you know are wrong. And he shoots a sidelong, intense glower at Leah. But if they were to leave the Tsuchisuyo Mountains, the empire would be indebted to you, to say the least. So in a way, we could 
redeem some of the mistakes we've made. Yes, that is precisely what I'm getting at. Okay. Also, side note. Yes. May I have some of the meats on the table for my pup, Qui-Gon Jin and Juice? Oh, yes. We would prefer that that wait until the meal itself has finished. Oh, okay. Though, okay. should okay. the Emperor ask <sighs> for the wolf to be fed, the wolf shall indeed be fed. And he looks like he's said a joke that he himself thought was very funny and raises his hand to his mouth. May I ask that before we leave again, a pack of bread be prepared. I've never had bread this rich before. Yes, we can make sure that that happens. There's plenty of bread, so long as you don't completely deplete our grain stores with that appetite of yours, we can provide some for you. <laughs> I can make no guarantees. And at that, the door at the back of the room slides open, and four attendants who are all wearing these black and gold robes are carrying the child emperor on a palanquin and they move to the edge of the room they all drop down onto their knees and leave their backs essentially flat resting the palanquin like on the flats of all of their backs and the child emperor crawls out of the palanquin still dressed in far 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 too much fabric <laughs> And sits down at the head of the table, kneeling like the rest of you. Looks like his fashion sense didn't catch up with him. Uh, I'm sure he's still waking up. I am sorry about what happened earlier. Me too. It is my job. And it's why I live. And now that you've gotten things this far, I can tell you things that have been locked away deep inside of me for a long time. If you want to hear them. Yes, I I think that would be very helpful to us in our journey. Okay, um, can I pet the dog, though? Of course. His name is Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice, and use two fingers and pet with the grin. <laughs> yeah, so he starts petting uh, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice. So, this is been secret for a long time, and you seem like nice people. I know that Poe's not happy with you, but... I don't have a problem with you guys, and as far as I can tell, you guys earned it. So, you're gonna get whatever I, I can. I'm sorry that I hurt you. I didn't mean for it to be the way that it was. But I hope forgiveness is in our future, and that we can make progress from here on out. Like I said, I don't have any problem with you guys, and... It's funny, because now that I'm starting to remember things, I think you might actually be the first person in 900 years that actually went that far. And it hurts, and it's confusing. And I, I swear there's got to be another way you could have done it. But I forgive you, and you guys were all really strong, and you resisted when I tried to change things in you. So if you guys are that strong, then maybe you guys will be strong enough to get the idol from fire falls like rain. And the idol, I remember now that it's locked deepest in the, the most secret levels of the shrine, and that only those who have proven their purity can enter. And I think that you're supposed to do that by proving that you're worthy of Jupiter. I never knew how, because I 
was never supposed to go see the idol, but you have to prove that you're worthy to Jupiter. And will, will Jupiter be there? No, she's up in Yushan. She's busy guarding fate, scheduling secrets, I think. But if you're serious and you're really going to go do it, it's in a cave on the highest mountain in the mountain range. But you should be careful because you're not going to get let in easy. What do you mean? I mean that there are people there that are supposed to guard it. People who have been there for generations and generations and generations. People who aren't allowed inside, but people who will make sure that you can't get in. One person, probably. One person of us who can't get in, or one person who for sure can get in? One person who who's guarding it. Oh. Okay. Probably. Are you friends with them? I'm, I think I met him once, but he might not be the same one anymore. Maybe he died? Maybe there's a new one now. Hmm. What if we said that we were there on special instructions from the Emperor? Maybe then they'd let us in. The only way that they're gonna let you get through is if you have special instructions from Jupiter herself. Would it be best to go to Jupiter first or just to try to go straight there, do you think? If you know any way to go and visit Yushan, then that would surprise me. Much less if you could get an audience with her. She's a real busy lady, so you might have to find another way. I'm sure we could figure something out. Again... We're really sorry for putting you in this situation and ultimately ruining your immortality. It's my fault. I let it slip. It's not your fault. We pushed you to it. It was pretty messed up. You had done a great job for 900 years, and then we came along and messed it up, and you probably would have done just fine without us coming in and ruining things. So it wasn't your fault. It was ours. Okay, well, if you can get through, then good luck. But if you can't, then don't say that you didn't get warned, because I warned you. You did. Thank you for warning us. Do you want a little, um, a, a, a token of our gratitude? I feel like you're patronizing me. No. Well, you're sticking your bottom lip all out, and you look like a puffer fish. I'm sorry, I just forgot that you're just so cute, and you're no wee bad. Rizzo, that did not help. Do you want a treat, though? What? A, a treat? Yeah, it's like a little prize from our journeys. He scrunches up and looks around. Actually, give me a manipulation plus socialize roll. From all of us or just Rizzo? Just Rizzo. I know nothing. Hey, we're like an hour into this and nobody's rolled any dice. <laughs> and you're looking to beat a three. That is six successes. Okay, you know what? Sure, I'll take it. What, what is it? Well, we have this broken up um, spider that was sent as a spy. So it's the remnants of a spy's mechanical work. Okay, that sounds cool. Maybe, possibly you could fix it and program it to do whatever you want, like as a robotic pet, just like our buddy Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice. Okay, but I don't know if I can do that anymore. Maybe four hours ago. Maybe Poe can now, help you. He's not blessed by the divine, though. Yeah, but he seems like the smart guy. <laughs> okay, could you just give it to me and stop making that scary face? Okay. It'll be like a fun challenge. You know, sometimes we don't really know what we're capable of until we're met with something difficult. This way you'll always remember us. That too. Okay, well, if you could just give it to me. 
Uh, Rizzo hands over the broken up spider from Leah's bag. So actually, you reach into Leah's bag, full as we've established of glass shards. Mm-hmm. This spider is still kicking. Fancy that. Um, I am so sorry. Uh, let me just. And Rizzo tries to smash the spider with her fork. Give me a perception plus lore roll. Perception plus lore. Five. And then I would like to use one personal. Cool. So that'll make it six. Leo, Again, you're looking for three. Just about a hair much in the chins. Three successes. This spider is not simply just a metallic spider. It's made out of star metal, which is, under most circumstances, nearly indestructible. And certain things like the artifact that the exalted, such as yourself, wield can kill them. So if you want to stab a, stab a spider to death with a sword, you might be able to do it. But otherwise, you know that it's probably not gonna die so easy. Um, would you like to keep a live spider or would you like me to continue to try to kill it for you? We should probably figure out what we're going to do with it because we certainly can't keep it ourselves. I know. I'm just going to give it to him as a present. Like okay. I said, I was. Okay, great. Let's... It looks like it's still moving. That's it's cool. It's for you. Okay. Yeah. See, now you don't have to fix it because it's not broken. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yay. Um, thank you. I hope, do you guys want to know anything else or do you have enough information? Um, if we get to the shrine, do you want us to check anything out for you? I guess if there's anything that you find there about the god that made me like this, if you could bring me back that information, that would be really cool. Okay. But I don't know if you're going to find anything there. Well, we'll we can try. Okay. Alright. Okay. Rizzo. We should probably destroy the spider. But he likes the spider. But the spider came from people that we're trying to avoid. We can just tell him to be careful with and it. And they might have been tracking what we were saying. But if it... Like secrets about the location of the idol. Mm-hmm. But if it's a live feed, it already has given it to them. So if we, it, what if it just only tracks our location, then it thinks that we're at this wonderful castle this whole entire time. And then we we're leave, putting the child emperor in danger. I just gave it to him. I think it's time to take it back. What are you doing? And he's clutching the spider and kind of holding it close to his chest Tuli- as its mechanical legs kind of like wriggle helplessly. Tulio slowly starts pulling out his gormal. No, not again. You've already done this once. You can't keep assaulting a child, you pervert. Sweetie, I think we may have... We need to turn it off first because it could be dangerous. But you said that now it's not broken, so I don't have to fix it. But this is completely true. We're just going to turn it off. No, you said, though. No. You said. I, I so know. we just found out it's factory defective, and it might hurt you if we keep it alive. So? I don't care. I've never, I've never been worried about getting hurt before. I know, but you're not immortal anymore. Do you want us to help protect you, or do you want us to leave it alive? I want it alive. Okay, but we're going to turn it what off. What if we bring it back to life after we turn it off for a second? Well, if you could do that, then why didn't you fix it before you tried to give it to me? We didn't know it was defective then. Oh, so you're stupid. Maybe. Well, I don't want any dum-dums touching it. I will do the best I can with my magical sword that 
can do many things, and I, it does fix some things at some time, so I'm sure this will work. We'd rather keep you safe than give you something that we wanted to give you as a gift, and it ends up harming you. Okay, so this is going to be a manipulation plus socialize again. Okay. Should we both roll since we're both trying to manipulate the child emperor? Sure, absolutely. And because of an intimacy that he has, you guys are going to be competing against a difficulty of six on this roll. I will also use one personal to make it nine. Actually, I'll use two personal to make it ten. Only five successes. Grandma got eight successes. Okay, if you're just gonna turn it off. But if it's broken, then I'm never gonna forgive you. And he holds out his hand. Tulio takes the spider and proceeds to smash it into a million pieces with his gourmet. (laughs) You monsters. First off, I thought I could save it. Second off... By smashing it? I didn't think it would be that strong. Okay, you know what? You know what? I don't like to use such strong language, but maybe you are a dum-dum. Maybe you are a dum-dum, and maybe you can leave. Hey, don't talk to him like that. Oh, yeah, sure. Don't talk to him like that. Ugh. You know... Worst day of my life. I am so sorry. I should have been the one to do this because I know how to use tools and I know how to not break things, Tulio. Yeah, apparently your friend only knows how to smash things yeah, to pieces. Yeah, no, I know. He eats bread and he smashes bread, <laughs> so I'm really sorry, okay? Can we still get a pack of bread? No! Oh Stop my God. yelling! Stop yelling! Think you're going to get my bread? Dum-dum. Oh, let's just go. Um, Poe, I am really sorry. We will do our best to find out that information and try to really restore the the kingdom's name while we're gone. Thank you for all the information. And we are really just, we got a blast right now. I promise. You do. I shamed 16 generations of my family today. (laughs) And all I got out of it was a broken spider. Maybe you guys can fix it while we're going, huh? No, we can't. I don't know. You got a lot of time. Not not in a, in a you know not in a mortal man's time, but you know a lot of time. Not helping. Not helping. We just, are gonna just drill yep, on out. Please. Thank you. I promise to bring Julio, something Julio, cooler. Tulio. Tulio. <laughs> I can Julio? at least make a promise. No. <laughs> don't just let him make his promise, and then we'll go. We'll oh, bring Lord. something from the shrine for you, child emperor. <laughs> Don't shrug at me. What? If you find something cool there, you can bring it, but you're still really not supposed to be there. I'm going to go. Okay, well, don't get killed, dum-dum. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for the food, and um, Qui-Gon Jin and Juice enjoyed his stay, and honestly, I thought you have a lovely castle. Thank you for spending your time with us, and we are leaving right now. Tulio, do not say anything. Okay, so, oof, where are you guys going? What are you, what are you doing? We are we... going straight to the mountain because based on what I have been hearing, we are not going to get in unless we find a way to impress Jupiter. And we could do that by getting this gang of hooligans in line. Yeah, maybe. It's their kind <laughs> maybe. of... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> sure. Maybe. In your dreams. Uh, Jupiter is the maiden of secrets, so she tends to favor and covet either the disclosure of secrets or people who are very good at keeping them. Ooh, so she wants us to keep a secret? Okay. Or spill the beans. Who knows? She's a fickle lady. But there is also this concurrent Eagle Clan problem 
yeah, where yeah. they make travel around the area very difficult. And since you guys just finished up dinner, it's nighttime right now. Ah, so and... it's travel in the dark into potentially demon-infested lands. Um, maybe we could take a little quick rest over by the next inn and get up really early. How do how do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think we could all do with a rest that was kind of intense. Honestly, I think this palace is so big. We could just stay in the palace we and Poe wouldn't know. Overstayed our welcome. Thank you, Bug Smasher. Do you want to get attacked by demons? I'm saying let's just stay somewhere else. I'm saying we have limited funds and the Emperor has expendable resources. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just cleaning the floor. Oh my god. I am so sorry, sir. Okay. Yep, just gotta scoot around you. Okay, sorry. Mentor, I gotta keep the place spick and span. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Sir, sorry. Do you okay. know okay. if there's a room? And do, do you yeah, know? there's rooms. We got plenty of rooms, if is, that's what you're asking. Yeah, no, that's yeah. What, that's what a palace is. It's a place just chock full of rooms. Do you have a room very close to an exit where we could just sleep? You know, just sneak in and sneak out real quick? I mean, that's kind of a weird question, isn't it? it yeah, bit, a little bit. Um, do you maybe have one that's kind of off to the side? Maybe a, a servant's quarter or a garden shed or something like oh, that? Oh, no, no. I, I sleep out in the rocks like a dog. I wasn't yeah, there's a servant's quarters. Trying to be rude, sir. You don't need to speak to me like that. Uh, Leah! Sir... I like to sing very loudly before I go to bed, and I don't want to be disruptive. Oh, no, it's fine. Is there a no, room it's fine. where I could you're not, sing? You're not going to do any worse. You're not going to do any worse. Is there a Been room? Been amongst the pigeons, night terrors, I can tell you that much. That man has not slept a sound night in his life. Wonderful. We'll take it. Right, well, yeah, it is just out around the garden. You, you guys picked that one up pretty quick. Been, been around a lot of places like this. You do a lot of this kind of work, and he, like, scrubs the floor a little harder. Uh, um, are you asking if we've done that kind of work before? Yeah, that was a question. Uh, yes. Once or twice. Wow, I'm surprised you, you, you know, denigrate yourselves to doing this kind of work. You've got all those kinds of fancy weapons strapped up on your backs. Yeah, I only said once or twice, so I didn't stick with it long. Uh, yeah, I mean, why would you need to, am I right? You are right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so there, there are there are servants' quarters if you want to go sleep out there. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, thank you. We're gonna... What are you doing with your yeah. tongue, man? <laughs> right now. You're just going to town on that nasty little bread, aren't you? Warming up my vocal cords. Wonderful. We're going to head there yeah, now. Go yeah. ahead and keep doing what you're doing, man. Right on. And he, because he's cleaning the floor with a rag, and he's like bent over, and so he keeps pushing and scooting it along at kind of like a squatting run. <laughs> And every sudden one is so rude here. Uh, I don't know if it's them. I think They're we really just, just gotta... They're just different-minded. You would... No, Sometimes no, he... people are different and that's okay. You can be different. You don't have to be mean. He was mean. He was Sometimes. literally I mean. A, I didn't get a mean vibe. Sometimes from... mean is different in different cultures. That's true. I think we sarcasm be... is shown as not polite in all cultures, and that's exactly what I got from him. You didn't get it, Rizzo, because you were all buddy-buddy with him immediately that guy's my buddy though you just met him leah let's just rest i just wish you guys would stick up for me i like to fight for what is right like my right to party i know for a fact that you do not party (laughs) okay (laughs) 
Excuse you, last time I stayed out was till 11. Wow. Even even I know that's kind of lame. And I want to go to sleep now. Yeah, you guys that, are just putting that weird taste in my mouth like stale bread and you would know. We're going to cut to <laughs> the next morning after what is undoubtedly a very fitful night. Those night terrors were not a joke. This person did not sleep well. And as you prepare yourselves to leave Anamatsu for the Tsuchisuyo Mountains, you guys are leaving the palace, and as you are exiting the premises, there is a woman in a black, orange, and yellow robe that is walking up for the palace gates as you pass along the other side. This is Meijin, who was driving your ox cart. <gasps> no! We must have been too late to kill the spider. Yeah, well, maybe if someone didn't hit somebody's frame and actually hit the bug, we wouldn't have this problem. It would have ended a long time ago. So, is there any way that we can get some kind of disguises? Oh, if you want to talk about disguises, I can tell you right now that Rizzo has a charm called Flawlessly Impenetrable Disguise. Wonderful. I'm going to go ahead and ignite that. Alrighty. And then for the other two, it would probably be a dexterity or intelligence plus larceny check. Oh, I can't use that for everyone? Well, you could could make an intelligence plus larceny check to make them up. Okay. But that is specifically to make changes to your own appearance. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to change everyone. All right. So you're probably going to use flawlessly and penalty. And penetrable disguise on yourself. Yes. Okay. You can basically take huge liberties with how you look. Mm-hmm. You've got about a foot of leeway in either direction. You can put on as much or lose as much weight as you might need to to okay. fit like sex, gender, any of it. So what what is Rizzo coming out of this looking like after using flawlessly impenetrable so disguise? After using this disguise, Rizzo is going to come out about 75 pounds heavier, beard, still female, and um, orange hair. Orange hair. All right. And how are you making up Tulio and Leah knowing that you don't have the capacity to completely warp their bodies in the same way that... So they're just wearing orange wigs similar to the color of my hair just because it looks like a knockoff version of my image and they have two giant pillows in their outfits that like from far away, we all look like we are related, but up close... It looks like we just popped out of a Halloween store. Right. One of you titties. looks like the genuine article. Yes. And the other two look like low-budget cosplays. Yes. So there's, I'm not really even just changing them. I'm just getting these items from maybe even inside the castle. Right. Tulio has rearranged the various pieces of fabric and shawls that cover him usually to wrap around his head like he's a little traveling eastern european woman wonderful and he has the two Ruining pillows on our his image. back like a hunchback hunchback i knew that was gonna happen i honestly knew that you for said a little fact. eastern european woman I and i knew, knew that was gonna that happen hunchback. before he even said anything about moving around the pillow like this mofo's gonna put it on the back I have to go Wonderful. milk my cows. You gotta right, do but, shit. So roll that intelligence plus larceny, and okay. I'll give you a two-dot stunt, which means you get an automatic success and two bonus Intelligence plus what? Larceny. Wonderful. Seven successes. 
Oh my, that is quite difficult to contest. So, as you have shoddily done these up, and you are passing her on your way out, she is going to get to make a check to see if she can pierce through this deception. As she passes, you can see her eyes narrow as she looks at you. Her eyes kind of squint in confused half-recognition. And now I'm going to roll. She got five successes. So she squints up her eyes, shrugs, and continues into the palace. And you guys are free to make your way out of town unless you wanted to do anything about this. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Do I see a bread stand? Nope. (laughs) Well, apparently you've been told no, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You do see a wrecked-ass ox cart, but you guys are heading up into the mountains. You pass unnoticed, unbreaded, into the mountains. Um, Is Rizzo going to summon another Stormwind Rider to carry you guys there? Is there any particular preparation you guys are making as you head into the mountains? We are going to grab a little bread, though, because uh, we need some food. (laughs) And yeah, I might as well whip up that Storm Rider. I don't get, like, a limited... Amount of times I can use that, right? Nope. Well, hell yeah, we're gonna use it again. Cool, cool, cool. And you uh, head up toward the Tsuchisuyo Mountains. The cherry and plum blossoms of the uh, Empire of Anamatsu slowly give way to the summer dried leaves of the Tsuchisuyo Mountains. And slowly these leaves grow richer and greener and a low level of fog begins to set in. So for reference, these mountains are not big, tall mountains, but they are those classical Chinese misty mountains where there's a lot of kind of round, rocky outcroppings and that type of thing. And you are tearing up on your Stormwind Rider when in the middle of the path that leads itself up into the mountains, you see two pairs of glowing red eyes blocking the way, and you can smell the stink of sulfur, and everybody give me a perception plus awareness check. Wow, so six successes for Rizzo. Now how about Tulio and Leah? Leah got three successes. Excellent. Four successes on Tulio. Okay. Rizzo and Tulio notice that there are a number of forms hidden in the trees on the path. Um, including high up. And Leah can see that there is some motion, but you can't make it out quite as clearly. And these red eyes, all of you can clearly see, belong to these hulking, gorilla-sized creatures who carry themselves rather like gorillas, except that they have these protruding red spines coming out of their backs and out of around their elbows, and their fists are even larger than those of your average gorilla, and hot, wet mist is pouring out of their nostrils, and they have a mouth filled with sharp, jagged fangs. Is there anything you do before you get close? Wonderful, wonderful. Um. I am equipping myself. Uh, however, I kind of don't want to go into battle, but I also view these things as very spook. You have a solid occult rating. Uh-huh. You would 100% recognize these. Okay. 
as being Ariamanthoi or blood apes, mm -hmm. which are demons of the first circle, which means they are the Wonderful. weakest kind of demon. Okay, so we could just whoop them. But they are also notable for being the strongest kind of first circle demon for things like fighting people. Oh, they revel yeah. in bloodlust and violence. Ah, okay. But chances are if there is blood apes around, there is some sort of sorcerer who is responsible for their summoning. Okay, so I would like to, do I have any kind of detective? Do I need to test a cult for anything? Um, I would like to find the sorcerer and just take the sorcerer out versus go through these demons or just figure out what the sorcerer is doing right, so and try to avoid this. Right. unnecessary combat before yes. we get into something that we could potentially reach at the mountain because i'd rather save our energies for that right so blood apes are capable of speech okay and chances are whoever summoned them is going to be working in close proximity with these figures who are in the bushes okay because they are perched like they are wanting to hop out and surprise you with okay. these blood apes okay. not like they're hiding from them okay so i would suggest if the sorcerer is nearby the apes. We arrive on the scene, not quite armed and in a threatening position, but also not naive to this is where the situation might be going. So I would like to try to speak with the apes first and maybe like speak to their manager and just go straight above them. Okay. So you start walking toward the apes and they snarl you've entered eagle clan territory oh great we recommend you separate yourselves from your valuables before we separate your arms from their sockets see that's not how um uh Hi, by the way, my name is Rizzo. We won't be doing that uh, just because I want to talk to you first. Um, three to two, since there are two of you and three of us, we just want to talk and um, possibly work together. Yep, yep, Qui-Gon Jinjus can't talk though, but that's fine. That's, there's four of us. Talk about what? Um, we want to talk to your sorcerer, your manager. Mm, I cannot disclose that information. Okay, well, if you don't, you're going to push us to not battle, but we, we really want to talk to him. Maybe you could just do us a favor, and then and then we will hand over our things. So, uh, fun fact about demons. When you summon them, you essentially summon them to a task. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get to lay out some instructions for them. Okay. And this sorcerer may have given them specific instructions not to let out their name. Mm -hmm. But if you want to test that theory... You can go ahead and make a manipulation plus presence check okay. to beat these things, and I'm pretty sure they have a resolve score of, like, one. Okay, so that's six, and then I'm going to go ahead and not chance it and use one personal. Excellent. Eight successes. Wow, eight. It has a resolve of three. We work in the interest of the Eagle Clan. If you take issue with us, you take issue with them. If you would like to speak to the Eagle Clan, simply look around. Uh, okay, so Rizzo looks around. Kind of irritated at this point because really we want to resolve this. Rizzo doesn't want to go through like a stepping stone. So she's kind of like at this point like, I, Eagle Clan, we just want to talk. We want to go through some things, find out where you're at. 
you can find out where we're at and just make this as easy as possible and come to a new conclusion. So a figure steps out out of the brush. You can actually see them swinging down from a tree. This person is wearing patchy lamellar armor. They have a short sword slung at their hip. They are incredibly hairy. You might even call them furry. They have big ears and small eyes. They have a bandana folded up around their head so that it kind of like pushes their hair up. And you can see a blondish tail peeking out from around the backside of their armor. This is a beast man. And beast men are somewhat common, but not the most common thing that you're ever going to see in creation. There's a couple of different reasons that you might encounter beast men. Uh, a lot of them are mutated by the external forces of the wild. But this beast man steps out, touching the sword at his side. What do you want with the eagle clan? Clearly, I've seen this whole thing go down. You don't want to fight. No, you're right. We don't want to fight, but we've been hearing some pretty mean things that you guys are robbing people, and I don't think that's right. I don't necessarily think it's right either, but it's not like we have much of a choice. Everybody has a choice. Don't say that. Well, the people who used to lead the Eagle Clan, they made the wrong choice, and the realm stamped us out of our homes. So now we live here, and there's not much of a way of life for us here. So we have to resort to this banditry, that sort of thing. I'm sorry it's come down to that, but you don't think that that's unfair to people who are honestly trying to earn a living and then you guys rob them? Honestly trying to earn a living didn't do anything for me or my family, and now they're starving. You think that's fair? You think it's fair that the realm can just walk through and do whatever they want? I don't think that's fair. Excuse me. Um, I may not look like I know how you feel, and I can't say I know exactly, but I got my whole life taken away, too. We're trying to stop that from happening to everyone. If you're trying to stop that from happening to everyone, I'd say you're in the middle of a fool's errand. Ain't nobody gonna take the realm down. Well, and if you're not interested in stopping the realm, then I don't have any particular interest in your brand of saving the world. We're trying our best. There's people who want to make changes that will harm everyone. And I know it's hard to believe when you look at us, but wouldn't you rather be known as the man who was on the right side? I already am on the right side. I don't have any doubts about that. Uh, go ahead and make me a social influence check. I love to you, baby boo. Leah got eight successes. So he now has a minor tie of trust toward Leah. Look, I know that I'm on the right side, but it's hard, you know? I don't necessarily agree with what I'm doing. It's, uh, necessary, but it doesn't sit right with me. I have to sleep with these stinkers at night. It's frustrating, you know? Just how will you benefit me, here and now, in the long run if you can? Well, we may be able to help you reach your prior status. I mean, the people that we're going up against, they're not trying to change the world in a good way, they're trying to destroy it, and that'll just hurt everyone, so... I don't think you understand. I'm concerned with very, very immediate things. I'm not worried about some people who try to come through here, wreck the world in ten years, ten months... I'm worried about what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Well, what if we can get you some food and some land? I have bread. I can see that you've got those hefty traveler's packs. That's why these guys stepped out to talk to you. Well, if that's what you want, then we can absolutely provide that. How can you provide us land? You said food and land? Well, my my parents' land, it's, it's protected. No one really lives there anymore. I'd check up on it once in a while, but if can, you wanted it, then you could have it. Can it sustain a whole clan? It's pretty large, and believe me, I've kept it nice. 
I check up on it as much as I can. Has the uh, realm been through any time recently? You know, in that area? I don't think so. The only thing that came through is gone now. And it wasn't anything like the realm. Far from it. Wow. You're making this actually pretty easy on a guy. You know, it'd be nice to have the home of my ancestors back. But uh, all things considered, I'll take some meal and directions to a place where we can settle anew. Start a new village for the Eagle Clan. I know how hard it is to start over, but sometimes you find better things when you lose everything. I sure hope so. I hope that you guys are able to do whatever it is that you're out there to do, trying to stop this ridiculous uh, rampage to end the world. Just know that if you do it, when you're done, the Eagle Clan will be indebted to you forever. Thank you, and I promise you, you'll be safe. You'll be safe in my home, that is. And at this, a bunch of other monkey-type beastmen drop down from the trees and encircle the blood apes. Having gained this information, they actually start heading back up the mountain the way that you guys are headed. And he says, we're going to be heading back to the Eagle Clan camp if you want to come with us. But as soon as we get back, we're going to set things in motion so that, you know, we start heading down to this place you're sending us. This is some dangerous mountainside. Watch yourself. We will. And Leah reaches into her bag and pulls out a piece of paper and sort of scrawls like a makeshift map. And even though it's it's a pretty raw drawing, it's still quite accurate of where they need to go. Just um, when you get there, there'll be some strange people uh, guarding. Just mention my name and you'll be fine. I can't imagine that they're much stranger than uh, the Eagle Clan or our erstwhile allies, am I right? And he smacks <laughs> the blood ape on the shoulders and <laughs> chuckles. And Leah laughs with him. What do you know about the shrine that's around here on this mountain? What do you know about the shrine? I don't know that much. I know that we've been uh, going into some areas, sending scouts around, and sometimes they don't come back. We've had one come back who had some pretty nasty burns. Perfect. Thank you for all of your help, and I'm glad we were able to help you out a little bit. Yeah, Thank said you, Talia. Some sort of uh, crazy mountain man attacked him. You know if that person mentioned anything of fire falls like rain? That sounds a lot like the only thing that the scout who came back could say, yeah. Mm. Wonderful. So I think we are good to head back up to the shrine now. Excellent. Knowing that this is probably where fire falls like rain hangs out, is Rizzo going to take the precaution of activating her invulnerable skin of bronze before we head up there? Sure. What does Rizzo's invulnerable skin of bronze look like? Usually, it like literally transforms your skin into a metallic substance, usually mm-hmm. bronze. Okay. So, so yeah. there's this deep gurgling sound and things start to rumble. And it's starting from her fingertips and the tips of her toes working its way inward. And first, you start off with a matte color of bronze and then this silver starts to boil through and kind of marbleize her skin. Skin and her arms start to almost move like a fluid, like as if there were no bones. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of not only changing what her skin looks like, but possibly what's underneath. So it's not just regular bonage. 
or anything. Her form is changing. She's still in the same shape, but uh, it's like almost as if her body is metallic. Awesome. So you get to the top of the highest mountain, and underneath the roaring wind sounds of your Stormwind Rider, you can hear what sounds like a crackling, and that crackling intensifies, and it begins to turn into a roar and a wave of heat pours over you, and that's where we're going to end it tonight.